Hello, you guys. Uh, it is hello. It is Innovation Monday. Let's see. Hello, and you are tuned in to Simply Life with Stacy. This is a podcast about food, family, and entrepreneurship. Today's segment is Innovation Monday. Here we talk to business owners and local people in our community who are innovators, who have learned how to build success in the most unusual ways.
um, he then um, loved it and just loved educating and all of that. And uh, so we went out and did a lot of uh, nonprofit events and did a lot of education and stuff. So as he became certified, I became, you know, more knowledgeable about beekeeping and stuff. You know, I learned through him. And, and uh, so it, it kind of was a joke in a way. So I've always wanted to own my own business. And um so Rodney's just like, you know, come on down here. Let's, you know, figure something out. Let's do it. And, um, but we went to an event and actually we always took our honey. And, um, so we actually did an infusion. And of course, Rodney, if you all know Rodney, he did it. Uh, he loves hot stuff. So he did it with the Carolina Reaper and because um, it was the pepper festival and so it made sense and so he was like i'm gonna burn everybody's mouth up you know kind of a joke and um <laughs> I, I know you know rodney you know rodney so um so anyway so but we sold out and you know we really then did the dickens festival that year that was the first year we did the dickens the dickens was our second uh, or actually our first for-profit event that we did and um he just wanted to dress up with his hat, you know, he was a sense that right. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And um he and so we did our holiday spice and a ginger infusion for that one and sold out. And so then that's when um you know, becoming vegetarians already, that's when we decided, you know, how can we help people be more proactive with their health? Um, with honey rather than reactive at the doctor's office, right? And so we started thinking, okay, how do we cook? How do we do things? And that's when we did started doing a lot more infusions with our turmeric, with, um, you now we have our apothecary line now with the cold and cough syrup to just so everything we do has a health benefit on the front end and then we make it work with the taste on the back end um so that way people will do more than just tea and toast um and so now we've been doing it for um about three years now as far as uh business yeah okay so now we talked about medicinal properties of honey um i know honey is antibacterial mm-hmm so how has your product helped like a great many of people? How, how do you think it's impacted them? So I do know um, it's impacted people a lot because honey is um, in your, if you do raw, so first of all, you have to do raw honey because that's what's going to give you all the enzymes and the health benefits. So if you go and get raw honey and not raw honey. Right. So not raw honey is where it's been pasteurized. So anything in your uh, like food lines, Kroger's, you know, Harris Teeter, all that, unfortunately, by the FDA and everything, it has to be pasteurized. So number one, when you go to the store, just know that you're not going to get any of those health benefits. It's still better than processed sugar. So, you know, <laughs> right? so I still say do it. Um, and I tell and I tell people when you're baking, you know, it, it doesn't as far as the health benefits because once you bake or cook with honey, it's actually going to break down the enzymes, and you're not going to have the health benefits. 
So as far as if you're using it for baking or that type of thing, but if you're wanting it for the medicinal properties, you definitely want to get it locally from um, your local beekeeper. And the closer you can get it in the local area, the more it's going to have the pollen and um, nectar stuff from the flowers that you're allergic to, which is there again why it builds up your immune system. So I know for tons of people it's helped them with their allergies, of course. Um, now, raw honey naturally helps you with, uh, can help you with insomnia, headaches, lowers your blood sugar, blood pressure. So I know I have a couple of ladies, their sisters are actually twins, and they actually use our honey on a regular basis, and that keeps their, di they're both diabetic, so it actually helps control their diabetes a little bit more. So they don't have to take as much insulin. Um, so I know that's helped them. Our tumor confused definitely has helped tons of people. Um, I know with their anti-inflammatory, with their inflammation and stuff. Um, and I've heard, you know, results from people that use the black garlic a lot for medicinal properties. So, so I, I do feel like we're making an impact in the ginger and our apothecary. This past winter, our uh, cold and cough syrup was our number one seller. And we had so much feedback that within two or three days, people were done with their cold and they had no more sore throat or anything like that. So that's why we do what we do, even though we have a lot of fun with it. Um, yeah. But, uh, so <laughs> sometimes too much fun. <laughs> um, but so it, it does make us that when we hear that, you know, and, and the fact that people are using it to cook with instead of regular sugar um, makes us happy too, because that's just helping people's health in general too, not using as much processed sugar. So. Oh, yeah, absolutely. That's great. Well, our uh, cold and cough syrup was our number one seller, and we had so many, much feedback that within two or three days, people were done with their cold and they had no more sore throat or anything like that. So that's why we do what we do, even though we have a lot of fun with it. Um, yeah. But, uh, so <laughs> sometimes too much fun. <laughs> um, but so it, it does make us that when we hear that, you know, and, and the fact that people are using it to cook with instead of regular sugar um, makes us happy, too, because that's just helping people's health in general, too, not using as much processed sugar. So, For the Dirtbag Ales Farmers Market, and unfortunately, um, it has been delayed. Right. They can't. <laughs> no. Okay. Right. Um, so it's been delayed. So what have you been doing in place of, and then I, I know I talked to Rodney and he was talking about all the events. Hey, Rodney. <laughs> he just ran an errand. We actually were delivering honey. Um, and so he ran it for me. So. Okay. Well, we talked about all the events that we were supposed to, or you guys were supposed to do that unfortunately got delayed. We won't say canceled. Um, right. So what have you been doing in place of that? Um, so a, a couple of different things. So first off, one, uh, we have a wholesale account with a local store called the Downtown Market of Fayetteville. She's right off at Anderson Street. And so we have definitely, uh, she is still considered essential because she has local milk meat from local farms, produce, all that kind of stuff. So, and she actually delivers. So she is still considered essential and her 
her business has just like tripled uh, with her deliveries because, you know, of, of everything going on. So, so first and foremost, you know, we've been obviously still supplying her with the honey. And as her business has popped, that's changed our demand at her store. Um, and so, but the other thing is, is we've been um, definitely working on um the future, future infusions, number one, too. We've got to keep, always keep those going and always um, planning for different flavors. But, um, but for, to get business, we've just been like still messaging people, like as far as just putting out there that we do deliveries, we'll meet up with people all the time. So at least every week, um, at least, I mean, we probably at least had two or three deliveries meetups, if not more, um, every week. So I think um, you have to think of it a different way. You have to use your marketing techniques a little bit more. Um, have your friends help you. Have your clients that already are out there with you, that love you, help you even more. Let them help you be the legwork. Um, so we definitely have, have done that. But um but yeah, and just keep putting out there to your clients in, in any way that you can market, that you can deliver, um, meet up, um, you know, whatever needs to happen to keep getting them your product. And um, and uh, I don't know if that answers. <laughs> I think we got it. I think we got it. Um, her hilarious husband, our uh, wonderful B people that kind of keep, the education side of it, the, you know, all of that going as well as the retail side. Um, I know the, like a few weeks ago, I contacted Rodney because I was having a fit because the bush outside of my front porch was shaking with bees. Um, oh, I didn't know that. Yes, it was shaking with bees, it was buzzing, and I was freaking all the way out because I actually have <laughs> Um, an allergy, if I get stung by a bee, I blow up. Like, I have anaphylaxis. Oh, right. right, really bad. So, um, it was just shaking, and I was just paranoid, and my husband was freaking out. He's like, I'm going to kill all these bees. And I was like, no, don't kill the bees. We need bees. And um, so, I was like, how do I do that? How do I deal with, um, you know, having the bees there, but I want them to live. I just don't want them to live on my front porch um right. and um i got an educational moment would you like to uh, to dive into that the types of bees that are out there yeah so there are quite a few um of course honeybee being the the biggest pollinator of them all and the one that's usually the one that it doesn't most bees do not want to hurt you most bees have a rodney's going to have a scientific answer here in a second i'm sure um <laughs> i know right he's, he's ready he's ready um so most, most most bees do not want to hurt you there are a couple that there well, are a couple. You want to get yeah, into the conversation? Yeah. Of course he does. <laughs> anyway, so I'm I'm just having a little fun here. I'm the honey uh, alchemist. So um so anyway, wait, um, you got to introduce yourself to the audience so they know who you are. This is Rodney, my husband, the other half of Behind Yourself. <laughs> yes, also known as the honey alchemist. <laughs> yes. So um, there are several different subspecies of bees, and there are several other kinds of uh, flying insects that fall into the bee category. Not exactly. 
um, but you have uh, hornets, okay? Now, um, your wasps and your hornets, which is your yellow jackets, they have a color pattern that lets you know what they are. And, you know, you can Google it. And, um, and some of these, uh, some of these insects are carnivorous and there are, um, they're highly territorial. So, um, if their nest is by, um, and they typically come out of the ground, like yellow jackets, uh, right. is synonymous with yellow and black and they come out of the ground. Okay. Right. Honeybees, on the other hand, they're gold, orange, black, and brown. Okay. Um, and they're also very hairy. A honeybee, they will dodge and duck and dodge you mm -hmm. um, as much as you, you can have, literally have thousands of honeybees. And if they're foraging, they don't, they won't hurt as much as a blade of grass. They're not worried about you. Now, um, if you had a hamburger or a hot dog and you had a yellow jacket flying around you, then yeah, that's, yeah, that, that, that's, that's a different issue. But as far as honeybees goes, they have, they're not concerned about you at all. Um, it's okay. just a matter of uh, when you yeah, we talked these... about the different bees that was outside in my bushes and okay. how they I'm were seeking my bushes. Um, you might have a, a, a solitary bee. Uh, you might have a sweat bee. You might have a minor bee. Mm -hmm. um, and these things, they, these guys are small, and sometimes they'll they whatever that bush is, they like something that's on the bush. Okay. Right. Whether it's a pollen, which is a uh, <clears throat> which is a protein or nectar, which is a carbohydrate. So all of those uh, insects prefer that kind of stuff, right? Now, a lot of people get in trouble with the bumblebee and the carpet, carpet bee. Right now, the bumblebee <clears throat> is a little smaller, um, and she has bright yellow bands, okay? Black, and she's black and yellow. Um, a carpet bee is typically a, a big old fat, like how it's like a grape, a big old black grape flying. It's like how mm -hmm. does you know scientifically speaking, you know, from a physics standpoint, it's not supposed to fly. But no one right. ever actually ever told the, the you know the carpenter bee or bumblebee that she's not supposed to fly. Okay, right. And the uh, and the uh, the carpenter bees that are flying around, um, they're <clears throat> those are males. They are they don't have a stinger. But they're using their size to intimidate you. So they'll fly at your head, at your face, and you just, right. you know, you can duck. I mean, I know they don't have a stinger, but they'll catch me off guard sometimes too. So being, uh, uh, you know, being a little apprehensive, that's fine. Um, but as far as like using uh, uh, pesticides and stuff like that, um, if you just let them, don't do, use this pesticides, but just let them do their business. They're not really worried about you. And, and if you don't pay them no mind, um, and just be mindful where they are, you'll be just fine. Okay. And as far as um, bees and pesticides or, you know, deterring bees, like what should you do if you're just like, I, like me, I have a, a medical condition. What do you tell somebody that has a medical condition concerning bees? What should they do? It's, um, well, if you have an EpiPen, I would say uh, keep your EpiPen handy, especially at, um, at this season. This this is the growing season, so this is where there's a lot. This springtime, so there's a lot of activity. But once everything starts to come to fruit, um, then your 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 bee you know your your bee presence will start teetering off unless you have some of those awesome bushes. And uh, I encourage people to have those awesome bushes. <laughs> um, but then you can um, uh, you can deter them. Um, well, it, it's kind of hard. I mean, you can either, 
want to say remove the bush, relocate it, um, or right. put, put put something. Um, I would say like a sugar syrup or like a syrup or something um, in a bird bath with rocks and marbles away from you, like a like right. almost like a hummingbird feeder, a uh, hummingbird feeder. And, and they may or may not um, like the bush, but then we have to be careful because that bush might have pollen in it. And they'll still, they'll go to the sugar water, but then also go to your uh, uh, the bush with pollen as well. So, and I think the question would be also, where are they living? So I think would be the concern. If they're just flying around, there's really, you know, unless you go inside or, um, I know for honeybees, is it for all bees that they don't, they, they don't like black or is it just honeybees? Um, it's, uh, so I know for like, but that's when you go to their, uh, black and honeybees has to do with when you're near the right, hot, right, right. when they're foraging, they, they it doesn't matter what color is. Yeah. So, um, so there's, there's, what I was going to say is, is you have to know if there's a high, I guess the, if they're just foraging or they're just flying around, you really can't do anything. If there is a hive near, now was there a hive in your bush or just some bees were in it? No, I wasn't delving. <laughs> they just congregate in the bush. And when I say that the bush vibrates, it vibrates. Like it is shaking. Um, <laughs> The carpenter bees buzzing okay. around and doing their thing. And I see smaller bees that are like the brown um, that are buzzing around as well. And so far, I mean, it's calmed down a lot more lately. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, but the carpenter bees is still chilling. You know, um, they're still there. But um, my husband, he usually tries to vet the area where we kind of like, Keep our distance and um, right. make sure you wear any heavy perfumes or anything that smells especially sweet. Um, I don't know if that works or not. That's just me. Um, yeah. But <laughs> I just try to keep their distance. I don't want to exterminate them in any way. I want them to do their thing. I just need them to do their thing over there. Oh, right. <laughs> well, what I was going to say is, hold on, Ronnie's got one more thing. One uh, one thing is, if it is uh, a major problem, um, I would suggest that maybe you cut the bush back. So, um, okay. and because you know most of the, the blossoms so the, the and stuff are on the outside. On the outside so, but on the flip side of that, if that bush is actually humming, um, that is a sign of they you're doing something right. You know, because there's uh, in the great state of North Carolina, you know, there's a you're one of a handful of, well, I won't say a handful of, you're one of the few people that I know who has this particular problem, and it's actually a pretty good problem. Okay. Not to be, not to get sick, but to have bees, you know. Right. <laughs> and I cannot make this up. We have bees all over our yard. They're in our fence. They're everywhere. And that brings me to my other question as far as what do you do if you have a beehive in your house? Yes. So, um, so a beehive anywhere. So like for, for your instance with your carpenter bee, my concern for you would be just making sure <clears throat> if you can, if your husband can at some point follow the, the bees, the carpenter bees and see where they're going back to see where their home is. Cause I just carpenter bees are called carpenter bees for a reason. So first off their home, they make in wood, which a lot of times is our structure. 
So, yes. So just, you'll, you'll see little holes that they'll drill into, like if you have a barn or a shed or, you know, something like that, or ta outdoor tables, stuff like that. They'll actually, that wood is their thing. So they'll drill in and make their nest. So, yeah. So if they can, if your husband can, at some point, if he sees one, kind of start seeing if he can figure out if they're migrating to a certain area, if it's completely out of your you know, yard, then that's good. But if they're going to somewhere specific, just making sure it's not a, becoming a structural issue for you ever in the future, if that makes any sense. Thank yes. um, Yeah. Yeah. So as far as bees in general, so wasp and all that, um, we don't deal with that. Oh, Rodney's got more education. Okay. So this, this isn't about just education. Honey. We're talking about business. Okay, Lord have mercy. He, this is why I sent him out on an errand because I knew he would take over. <laughs> this is my husband. Um, we're here to educate and we're, we're going to talk about business stuff. So I hope you're ready. Yeah, oh, I'm ready. If Rodney doesn't take over, oh, this is honeycomb, by the way. This is a frame and it's got fresh honey on it, like it's capped and everything. We're getting ready to extract this, which means take the honey out of it. So, um, part of our process. Okay, here, honey. I don't want to get honey all over me. <laughs> okay, so the other part about bees as far as their hives and being um, where they're located. So, um, as long as you're if you notice you have wasp and yellow jackets and stuff and their their little hives that they make are far away just let them be because the great thing about them you know I know they're a little scary but they take care of other things in your garden so they will actually eat spiders they will eat the little um uh bugs that actually destroy your tomato plants and all that so the thing is is if you take those out of your ecosystem then you're going to have more of that in your garden so I always tell people is there is a rhyme and reason for everything. Um, so as much as we don't like certain things or don't understand why they're there, God created them for a reason and they help balance everything out. So if you can, if, if their hive is far away and they're not bugging you, if you can just leave the hive where it is because they are doing something for your ecosystem in your yard. Um, now, if you happen to find hives in your house, so for like the honeybee situation, um, a lot of times they'll do what we call a swarm. They might not like something in their hive. Um, it's too crowded. You know, there's too many, too many bees in there and they're not liking it they'll actually um there's a process that they do but we call a swarm and they'll actually leave so they'll leave some bees there and then some bees will leave and, and find a new home and so sometimes that can be in people's houses unfortunately um so they'll find a nice nook and cranny and brick which is what we're dealing with right now with somebody's house but in a brick or um uh where the fireplace Oh, yeah. So, you know how your mortar is, you know, and, and so if there's a hole and they find it, they'll go in a lot of times um, where your fireplace on the outside meets your siding of your house. There's usually it's not it's not completely sealed. I mean, there usually is a little they'll find it if they're trying to find a new home. So we have definitely cut out anywhere from um bees from a school to the floorboard of a house to the wall of a, of a house um do what you have to cut it out 
Yeah. So what we'll have to do is because what, what you don't want to do is take pesticides to it for two reasons. First off, we want to save the bees, right? They are our, our major pollinators. But number two is, is if you were to kill the bees, they are a living organism. So they will decay in there. And also the honey, any of the honey that's in there will start fermenting and all that will eventually start smelling. So not so good. So we'll, we'll, what we do is we call it a cutout, but like in the floor joist that we did um, for our house, we actually had to rip up the carpet, the home, and we had to prove everything with the homeowner, but the carpet came up, the floorboard came up, and in between the joists, there was all this honeycomb. And so we had to extract the bees out of there uh, with hopefully, you know, saving as many as possible. And um, it's, it took that one took that one took about two two days to do that one, um, partly because of the floor joist was so um, that the the floorboard was in there so well it took forever to get that up, but yeah and then we take the honeycomb and cut it out and then take it with us but then we can make a new home in, in our boxes so um, so yeah so we can we yeah so the idea is is if you hear bees or for any reason I tell people if they're friends or you see bees flying always in a certain direction at your house then i would follow where they're going because there's a good chance that they've found a new home somewhere in your home now if they're just flying around bushes it's fine but if they're going into something specific in a wall you just start looking but you'll start seeing this flight pattern of where they've gone and foraged and they've come back and they're joining and you can take a picture and send us mm-hmm yeah so you can do it through our facebook page which is behave yourself we also have a website called it's which is behave yourself um and then of course here on instagram it's behave yourself nc um so yeah so you can definitely get in touch with us and you can and then we'll have you send us a picture um because of course we can tell if it's a honeybee or not if it's not a honeybee we don't deal with that so you would have to then um call a exterminator or somebody else to to uh, just kill them that because nobody else is really making honey or anything in there um it's the honeybees that we um would for sure preserve um but yeah so we've had one lady she heard the buzz in behind her bed you know and she hit she knew so yes yes i know that would freak you <laughs> you're like i'm okay. going to a hotel right yeah <laughs> yeah that's all right yeah. <laughs> behind her yes. headboard what is yes yes yeah, she, she was just, well, at first she just didn't think anything about it, and then it kept getting louder and louder, and yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> I can't do it. Headboard. <laughs> and she's just calm. Oh, it's all right. There is no way. There is simply no freaking way. Oh, my gosh. So, you know, since we're dealing with this pandemic, have you been getting a lot more orders to your website? Actually, yeah. So uh, we just actually launched our website this year. So, oh, nice. uh, 
I know. I've been one of those. We've done everything on Facebook because it's all, you know, we're a small business. You know, everything's hand done. So um, so I did do a website. I am trying to get better about because I have a blogging section on there. So I'm trying to be better at that. Um, so, yeah. Do what? I think. Would you say meatballs? I know, right? Um so, yeah, so I do find that we've had a lot more people contact us through our website, uh, which is good. So, I mean, of course, on Facebook, which, um, and like I said, I think for me as a business owner, that's where um, I'm trying to find different ways, just like, um, and like, like yesterday, we're at the last of our strawberry blossom until... I don't know when, whether it's this summer or next year, you know, we, we never know after the strawberry season, if we're going to be able to pull out surplus or not. And, um, and so I posted it. I mean, I, I had this many left and within a few hours I was sold out. So, um, yeah, so, which is, which is why, I mean, so I think that's why if you can always keep figuring out ways to keep a buzz going, you know what I mean? Whether it's a new product, you know, in, in some ways, like, I, you always overthink things and I'm like, should I launch it now or should I wait when I can be at Dirtbag, you know, at, at a farmer's market or whatever. But at the end of the day, I already have people saying, what's your ne next flavor? They want to know because they want to support and they want to be a part of your new flavors. So go ahead and do it. Like for any business that you, you say, I got it and you don't, you know, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I know so any kind of, uh, and I hate, hate to say the pun, but any kind of buzz you can still keep creating around your business and have people talking about you or having them share it in any way, shape, or form is just going to be the best thing that you can do to keep people talking about you, keep marketing, keep it fresh in people's mind, even if right this moment they don't, they're still feeling in touch with you, um, which, of course, then will help you in the future. Mm -hmm. All about engagement. And I know sometimes we feel like, oh, my gosh, I got this great thing, and we feel like we're going to overload and maybe... Right flood everything and people are going to be like I am so sick and tired of hearing about your business and hearing right. about what you're doing but I don't I think that especially right now this is like the best time to hit social media and go crazy and post everything and do all the things and I think um I know for my business and everything that I'm doing um this is a great time for me to do all the stuff that I said I didn't have time to do Right. Because mm -hmm. I'm not going to events. I'm not prepping to go to events. Right. Um, and, you know, right now, Household 6 Catering, we have our transition right now. We're transitioning where we not only have um, our websites and we not only have our online bakery, but we also have our food trailer now. Um, I know. I've been trying to follow you. What the heck? I can't find any of your information. <laughs> I, I told Ron I thought this was the best secret. Yes, I'm keeping everything hushed because um, I've been setting up in my neighborhood. Um, mm -hmm. I only set up once a week, and then I'm open to collaborations. Um, and for my for my situation, it's increasingly difficult because not only do I have business, but I also have four children. So feeding right. cats and making sure they're doing schoolwork, and because you know kids, they will make excuses. Oh um, yes. Making sure they're doing their schoolwork and being on top of them for that. And then in addition to that, my husband just got promoted 
and he's responsible for all these, thank you, he's responsible for all these soldiers and um, me figuring out how to support him in that. So it's a lot going on. Rodney, you know about that promotion life. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah, that's a, uh, yeah, he's the dad of the company. Yeah. And so that makes you mom. <laughs> I got enough kids, but um, being on top of everything and you know how it is, you're trying to be all things to all people. Um, as far as in the other side, like strictly the business side, I'm doing a lot of mentoring and a lot of um, assisting other small business owners that are getting started. Thank you, Will. Um, starting, you know, really mentoring a lot of other small businesses and encouraging a lot of all uh, other small businesses. Um, I don't know if you know that I also have a group that we get together once a week, uh, once a month, I'm sorry. We get together once a month um, and we talk about entrepreneurship, but we also talk about the emotional side of it, um, when your business is doing well, how you're just pumped and happy, and when it's not doing great, it's like devastating. So um, I started this Innovation Monday so we can talk and talk to other business owners to figure out how are you doing it? How are you still making money? Because this is a time where we are still figuring out new ways that we can still pull income and do all the things that we were doing before all of this craziness. I think they said we're going to be closed down until May 8th. Yeah, May 8th. I I think it should be through through May, but we'll see. Yes. Last time. Okay, he's, he promises last time he's going to jump in. Okay. So, uh, <laughs> um, there's a couple things when it comes to uh, as far as like business. When you put your business plan together, um, you definitely want it to be organic. Um, and what I mean by organic, it's, it's always, it's ever changing. Um, the best, it, you, I mean, and I, I know how it is when, um, you know, things go down and, you, and your business isn't doing so good or, or whatever, then that may, that makes a person, um, in business, they have to reinvent themselves. They have to reinvent something. They have to reinvigorate that particular issue because, you, if, if you if your business is your business you must believe in your business and with this uh, coronavirus thing um, it's given us uh, a different perspective on what's most valuable to a lot of people um, but it also gives us time and you know how some people say in the past well I don't have time to do this I got this I got that I, I, I just don't have I gotta work and do well guess what <laughs> If in this, because we, we've been locked down for twenty, yeah, about twenty, almost thirty, you know, almost, two, almost you know, yeah, forty. We've been locked down since mid March. Right. So it takes twenty eight days to develop a habit. So if you've been locked down for over twenty eight days, and when you come out of this, and you don't have a new skill, right, um, a new outlook on life then the time was never the issue. It was discipline. Right. Facts. Right. Thank you, Pastor uh, Rodney. Hi, Kevin. Hi, Kevin. Uh, we need to hear that word. All right. So, <laughs> and Amy. 
contact with you, where do they need to go? How do they need to do that? Um, Behive Yourself NC uh, on Instagram, uh, Behive Yourself on Facebook, BehaveYourselfNC.com for our website. Um, and uh, you can follow us. Uh, we would love it. We all love to hear anything. If you already have our honey, we always love to see pictures of what you're doing. Um, and uh, yeah, so um, and then also on our Facebook and um, we're always putting out where our next place we're going to be and stuff. So I know right now we I am we are in a drive through market, which is on Friday evenings, which is in downtown. Um, so you'll see that on there. And then um, uh, we do a once a month market in Raleigh that is still um, considered essential. Um, so, but they keep it very limited. So we're doing that. Um, and then, um, but yeah, like we're like all this week, we'll be delivering, um, our strawberry and honey and, and different things. And we've already, we're already got three packages ready to ship out and stuff. So, yeah. Well, I know. Aside from me, uh, <laughs> um, thank you so much for coming on Innovation Monday. I don't know if you know this, but we also we have an Innovation Monday podcast that this um, very broadcast is going to be on. So check okay. that out. Should be uploaded um, by Friday, hopefully sooner. But you know me, I got stuff. So um, definitely tune in and check that out. Thank you, Rebecca, for coming through, and I'll oh, see you on the next one. Yeah, well, you need to message me your food truck can grow so I can come I'll stalk win. you. <laughs> okay, see you I'll guys later. Stuff. Thank you. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Fahada, which is uh, Jessica Bundy, Bundy, who is a belly dancer. She's going to be coming through. She's going to be talking about how she is able to do um, uh, belly dancing classes, free belly dancing classes, for homeschoolers, what, what, um, and uh, give us a little bit more um, information on on uh, how she's able to continue to do her business um, via online. So, hey, Kevin, um, I will catch you guys on the next one. Thank you so much for tuning in, and I will see you next time. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening. I hope you found something valuable to take away from today's session. If you would like more info about the guest or about the podcast, please go to our Instagram page, real underscore Stacy underscore Simpukwe, or our Facebook page, Simply Life with Stacy. Again, thank you for tuning in.